I'm a scientist by trade, but a hippie at heart. I love exploring the space between cutting-edge research and hippie woo-woo, mainstream medicine and alternative health, man-made and Mother Earth, mainstream and alternative thinking. I'm obsessed with seeing both sides, light and dark, mainstream and alternative, feminine and masculine, right and wrong, yin and yang, science and art. My podcast is a reflection of my love of these dichotomies. Greetings and welcome to podcast number one. And this podcast, uh, Standing on the Shoulders of Giants, uh, it's a, a, the name is a takeoff of a Stephen Hawking book, which is essentially a, a history book on science. And the idea is essentially that, you know, we can't uh, do better, be better, have the knowledge uh, to, to move forward with science or whatever uh, endeavour without first learning the things that the people before us have learnt and, and really standing on their shoulders to see further. Uh, there, I'm sure there's a quote there that um, will summarise that. Maybe I'll find that and put that on the show notes. But um, essentially this podcast is a little bit of a tribute to all of the podcasts that have come before me that I've known and loved for the four or five years that I've been listening to podcasts. And they are what have inspired me to start my own podcast. Um, And if I'm honest with you, I started I recorded another version of this podcast about 18 months ago and at that particular point in time I wasn't quite ready to publish at that time and when I went to republish it I kind of listened to it and went oh you know there's a lot of new podcasts that I'm now listening to that are now my my favorites that were not on that podcast so what I'm doing is actually re-recording that podcast from 18 months ago and updating it with with the ones that I've now discovered and, and loved. So uh, before I do that, because this is the first podcast, I just wanted to give you a little bit of a background on me because if you don't know me and you've never heard of me before, um, you probably will be going, well, what does she mean? You know, what's the hippie scientist? What is that all about? And where it's come from essentially is that I, I'm a a crazy dichotomy of, of scientist and artist. So by trade, I am a, a, a chemist. So I'm, I've got a degree in science, uh, forensic science of, of, of that um, nature. And I went on after my forensic science degree uh, to do work in research and I also uh, worked out in the chemical industry, so I, I worked in various different labs uh, being an al- analytical chemist. And I finally, six or seven years ago, settled on uh, being an educator. So that's what I've been doing for six or seven years. I'm a, a chemica- chemistry educator. Um, my other business is called the Zen of Chemistry and essentially what I do is make learning chemistry really, really simple. I find that, you know, people hear of chemistry and, um, they, they take chemistry and they find it really, really complicated 
And, you know, I think it was Einstein that said, you know, that um, science is, you know, at its core very elegant and simple. And that's the way I see science and chemistry in particular. And so what I do is I distill really what, what people consider to be complicated topics into something that's really simple and easy to understand and really applicable to everyday life. You'd be surprised how much chemistry happens around us every single day and, and no one knows about it. So that's kind of my background. It's, it's a lot more deep and in-depth than that, but um, that's kind of where I come from. Now, alongside me being a scientist, um, growing up, I was involved in a lot of artistic endeavours. So um, probably my first artistic endeavour that was my first love is music. Um, I started singing at the age of six and uh, I absolutely loved it and I still do it to this day. Not as much actually. I have two kids now so it's a little bit more tricky to to get that into my schedule but um, I was a part of the Geelong Youth Choir for more than 15 years. I I did one round of Gondwana Voices, if you've heard of Gondwana Voices. Um, So I've been doing that for a very long time. I'm nearly coming up to 30 years, not quite, but, you know, um, it's a significant portion of my my life. And as well as that, I've also uh, taken various different art classes Um, I speak a couple of different languages very basically, but, um, if I had to, um, go to China, I could get by. Um, uh, I also, I can sew, I can knit, I can crochet again, very basically. I kind of consider myself to be a jack of all trades, master of none kind of thing. I can pick up anything and have a go at it. Um, and you know, I've, I've travelled Australia in various choirs. I've been in several bands and we've done lots of different music festivals, so I also play bass as well. But there's that artistic side of me. So there's the scientist in me, the science educator, and then there's this hippie. And, um, you know, I'm an extended breastfeeding, tie-dye, baby-wearing, aligned natural parenting mama. Okay, so, um, you know, six or seven years ago, and I'll talk about this in uh, podcast number two, but six or seven years ago, um, I was very unwell and went through a a very dramatic um, health transformation, which really opened up my my eyes to the alternative medicine sphere. Um, And so, you know, I've gone down the rabbit hole of of loving science but also seeing that science uh, either can't explain lots of different things um, like I'm thinking in terms of intuition and psychic phenomena all sorts of things like that um, that are considered a bit hippie woo woo and you know that's where my love is it's it's actually trying to see where the science is that can explain that 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 kind of thing. So I, I most definitely love uh, mainstream Western medicine. Um, I think it's amazing for trauma, for acute care. Um, <clears throat> but I also, through my health experiences, um, have experienced a lot of healing modalities in the alternative medicine sphere. Um, and I love learning about things that are just a little bit left of center that you know the the average joe might not think about so one i came across the other day 
was the fact that you can hook up a biofeedback device to a tree and that biofeedback device can convert that information into music that we, that we can then listen to. So that's the kind of stuff that like really geek, has me geeking out. Okay, and that's why I developed this podcast essentially is to um, be able to have a forum where I can have these fascinating conversations with people about things that are a little bit left of centre, a little bit outside of the box, but still have some kind of scientific basis. So if you're listening to this and you're kind of going, oh, that's what I do, I'd love for you to contact me um, and have you as a guest on the podcast. Um, I'm always looking for new uh, guests on the podcast. So you can do that by going to my website, thehippiescientist.com. So hippie is spelt H-I-P-P-I-E. And just go to my contact page and leave a message there and I will be in contact with you as soon as possible. Um, you can also find me on Instagram. My, my, my latest love is Instagram and uh, I'm connecting with some really amazing people on there. So um, if you're on Instagram, make sure you find me. I'm the full stop hippie, full stop scientist, or you can just uh, look up the hippie scientist and you'll find me. So that's, that's a really brief background of where I come from and what's, what's you know, what's come before this podcast. So now I kind of get into this whole idea of talking about the podcasts that I love that um, have really inspired me to start this podcast. And um, if you've been listening, if you've gotten this far into the podcast, you'll, you will notice that uh, I haven't really edited this podcast. I'm I'm the sort of person I just want to record it and go. Um, so you'll notice that now when I start talking about the podcasts, I have not scripted this. I have not pre-planned this. I don't even have any notes on me. So um, forgive me as I sort of uh, meander my way through this description. And just as a reminder, you will be able to find any of these podcasts. I'll link to them in the show notes at thehippiescientist.com. So where do we start here? <clears throat> um, let's go all the way back to would have been 2007, 2008, 2009, somewhere around there. Um, I started really getting into the blogging sphere and I, I've never been a blogger myself. I've kind of really dabbled with it, but it's not been my thing. I'm not much of a writer when I write stuff like you know, I write scientific papers or I write essays, things like that. Um, and blogging just isn't my thing, but I used to love reading blogs. And so um, there are a few blogs that I really got into. A um, couple, just to mention them quickly, Good Life, Zen, The Happiness Project, Tim Ferriss for, for our work week. And they started to open my, my eyes to the fact that like, and it probably came at the same time as my Saturn return. So when I was about 28, this idea that, you know, I really can go and do anything that I want. And I started to have this intense interest in creating my own business, um, in creating a, a life where I wasn't working a job and making money for someone else. It would be that I would actually go and do that for myself. So that was kind of that planted the seed 
And so when I quit my corporate job in 2011, I made no plans except to start my own business, which ended up being the Zen of Chemistry. But in that time, you know, at the start there, I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just making it up as I went along. I started tutoring a lot, which meant that at that particular point in time, I was traveling to a lot of clients. And uh, that meant several hours a day in the car. And, you know, after about four, five, six months, I decided that, you know, music's great, but um, this feels a bit like dead time. And I'd heard of podcasts before, but um, it really was one of those things where I wanted to be making the best use of my time. And um, I think the first podcast I really hooked onto and really liked, so I, I, I listened very briefly to Dr. Carl's um, uh, podcast um, and then very quickly found Neil deGrasse Tyson's Star Talk Radio. And that was that was probably the beginning of it all, um, those two podcasts. And um, while I don't listen to those two podcasts anymore, um, particularly Neil deGrasse Tyson's, I love his work. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. I just don't get into his podcast very much. It's a bit. It it really is like a radio show, which is not really what I'm into anymore. So. Um, but I think I need to pay tribute to them because that that's where my podcast journey started. And it was in my, uh, searchings through the podcast, um, directories and stuff that I found another, uh, another podcast, which was an interview of Neil deGrasse Tyson by Joe Rogan from the Joe Rogan experience. And Really, the Joe Rogan experience was probably the one that I really hooked into really quickly and uh, pretty much, you know, these days we binge watch Netflix. I binge listened to, uh, to Joe Rogan experience. So if I look at his, uh, his podcast now, he's up to episode 1,224 massive like there's not many podcasts that have that many episodes and not only that but um his 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 episodes are usually two to three hours long usually three um but keeping in mind with that you know I don't listen to every single one so if I think about where I started with his podcast he was probably up to podcast 150 or 200 so this is quite a while ago and at that particular point in time, um, he had some really, really interesting people on the podcast. So um, he had Neil deGrasse Tyson, obviously, um, but he had people. And I, I, I do remember one guy, um, his name's Alex Hanold, who is a free climber. So he climbs with no ropes. And I was just absolutely, my mind was blown by that kind of thing. Um Another really sort of left of centre podcast was with a guy who races trucks uh, and they'd go on these 1,000 kilometre off-road truck races. And, you know, even though I don't get into truck races, like I was just absolutely fascinated. Um, So 
that's another place where I kind of I started and from there my my podcast meanderings kind of kind of blossomed um these days I don't listen to the Joe Rogan experience a ton um I really pick and choose uh his podcast now not because I don't think they're going to be awesome because I I think they are going to be awesome but uh these days a I listen to a lot more different podcasts but also I now um have two children so my podcast listening time has significantly reduced I'm not in the car like I was for several hours a day when I was driving around to my students so um, I really just pick and choose the ones that I I really want to listen to Um, so from there I guess I, I move on to uh, the Aubrey Marcus podcast. So that used to be called the Warrior Poet podcast. Um, so Aubrey Marcus is a really interesting guy. Um, he is the co-founder of Onnit. So they do products that are designed towards total human optimization, um, namely things like a workout equipment, um, so kettlebells, all of the functional fitness stuff, kettlebells, um, steel maces, the big ropes that they use, um, that kind of thing. And then they also do a ton of supplements. Um, and I find their supplements fascinating because they have actually done randomized controlled trials on, on their supplements and shown their efficacy, even though they, they have like natural ingredients in them, they've actually gone to the lengths of actually doing the trials and proving their efficacy. So, um, I've never tried one of their products, but I, I definitely find it very fascinating. Um, and their, their process, um, behind that to actually have funded those trials and gone down that path. So I really, and I really respect that, but, um, the Aubrey Marcus podcast. So I, I listened to, the Aubrey Marcus podcasts uh, on the Joe Rogan experience. And I just kind of thought this guy's interesting. I didn't really, you know, um, uh, I don't know. I think you've got to listen to them to really understand what I mean. But this Aubrey Marcus is a guy who has a really alternative way of thinking. And as his podcast has, has bloomed, um, he's sort of reached out into all sorts of different areas Um, and he's just a really interesting guy to listen to. I really, I don't really subscribe to a lot of the things that he does and that he investigates, but as, as someone who's curious about the world around me, um, I find it really fascinating to just listen to his point of view and expand my mind, um, and really try to push the boundaries of my thinking so that's kind of where that led to a couple of other podcasts that sort of came out of the Joe Rogan experience um, would have to have been um, Found My Fitness by uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She's been on Joe Rogan's podcast quite a few times now. Um, Her original work uh, that she's most well known for is her uh, work in vitamin D. And um, 
essentially the benefits of, of taking supplemental vitamin D um, for various different things. And vitamin D is really important in the body um, for lots of different functions. It's also an antioxidant. So um, again, that's where I started with her, but her podcast is uh, really, really fascinating. Um, I have to say it's not for the light-hearted. Um, like I... I've got a science background, uh, not not so much biochemistry like her, but I definitely have a science background and I do struggle a little bit with the scientific terminology that she uses. I have to go kind of look it up. Um, people who might have a medical background might be better off than I, but, you know, it's the kind of podcast that I feel like I have to take notes with. I have to sit down with a piece of paper and a pen if I want to really absorb what's going on in that podcast um, and and really go and, you know, go and do my background reading with that podcast. So I'd say unless you have a science background, I would probably recommend you don't go and look at Found My Fitness. But having said that, what she has to say is really, really, really fascinating. It's really on, on the cusp of, of research. She is actually a biochemistry researcher. So this is what she does day in, day out in her day job. And then Found My Fitness is kind of like a, a hobby side project. So um, she's right on the cutting edge of research. Um, she looks into things you know, that are really topical at the moment, like fasting and uh, saunas and cold shock therapy. And uh, she's got a really uh, intense interest in Alzheimer's disease. I've really enjoyed uh, her meanderings through too. She's uh, just uh, maybe a year ago had a son. So it was really interesting to watch her through her Instagram page and follow her through um, the way she supplemented her diet in uh, through pregnancy and why she did this because of this research and la la la. So um, you know, the probably the most uh, striking of those was her uh, con- uh, consuming of salmon row or salmon um, eggs and essentially they've proven and I hope I'm getting this right they've proven that mothers who consume salmon row uh, are they've shown that the essential fatty acids so the omega-3s actually most of them go through to the baby's brain so the the mother obviously doesn't get much of that but you know all that omega-3 goodness is actually given straight to the baby's brain and it doesn't go much anywhere else so that that was really fascinating to watch but um it all of her practices and uh the foods she consumes another one is broccoli sprouts she loves this broccoli sprouts um you know, it's all based around the most current research and she's just a really fascinating lady. All right, <clears throat> where do we go to from here? And I do apologise because I am literally just scrolling through my podcast list. Um, I did have a short um, 
listened to Bulletproof Radio very early on when it was quite a new thing, so that's with Dave Asprey, but it's not one that I really listen to a lot anymore. All right, another one which is really scientifically based um, is it's called Revolution Health Radio. It's with a guy called Chris Cresser, and he is the founder of the Cresser Institute. And so he's actually a medical doctor and he is uh, an advocate of what he calls the primal uh, diet. So it's essentially, you know, going back to no processed foods um, and really to the point of cutting out grains because, you know, we didn't, as, as cavemen, we didn't consume grains it was just something you know we and if we did it wasn't in the large quantities that we did we would have picked it and ground it and had it in quite small quantities but um you know the primal sort of um diet is really based around fruits and vegetables and meat and nuts and seeds um and even then fruit is plays quite quite a small role in that so you know, again, what I love about what Chris Cresser does is he bases everything in his podcast and everything in his um, in his online programs around the very latest science. And I'm actually subscribed to his newsletter, which I don't know whether it comes out weekly, but I get a, an email about weekly. I haven't really noticed, you know, um, how regularly it comes out but you know he's always sending these really just little tidbits of um tidbits of of information that are just really interesting and and oh this came out in the this journal this week about this and they've shown this and it's yeah it's really good but getting back to the podcast um you know, I guess a lot of what he deals with is gut health, which is really my one of my biggest passions since I've had my health um, my health transformation is actually number one, the relationship between gut health and psychology. I'm very, very fascinated by that. And then also um, the ability for us to solve health problems which are very diverse, but solving lots of different types of of health problems through healing the gut and making sure that our microbiome or all the little bugs that live in our gut um, and their distribution, you know, if we can optimise that, we can probably optimise our health quite considerably. So that's a lot of what Chris Cresser talks about. Um, and I mean, he he ta- he touches on a lot of different things. One of the things that he's recently done, um, I think it was on the Joe Rogan Experience. Actually, he actually uh, did a a debate with I think it was a vegan, so a vegan guy, and then and then Chris Cresser having a debate about uh, whether or not meat causes cancer. And that one was a really interesting one. Definitely go check that one out if it takes your interest. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's a really fascinating guy. Again, really evidence-based stuff on the cutting edge of, of the research that's coming out, like, literally today. 
um, which is where I really, really love. Um, I think as part of my health transformation, one of my pet peeves, I guess, you know, is, is how far behind modern Western medicine, I don't know why we call it modern, but Western medicine, um, how far they are behind on the research. And it, it, it takes so long for all of that knowledge to filter down to, you know, your everyday GPs, your everyday um, practitioners. So that that's one of my frustrations, you know, when I'm talking to a mainstream health practitioner and and I talk about you know my health transformation and they kind of just go oh yeah and and so what kind of thing um and it's it's a little frustrating but anyway I digress um okay if I think back um I mentioned you know, part of this right at the start of this podcast about where I started and my love of podcasts. So before the Tim Ferriss show, which is a podcast, started, you know, I'd been reading Tim Ferriss's blog, The Four Hour Work Week, for good a good few years. Um, his his blog posts were quite long and lengthy, um, and I think at that particular time, like I kept it up with them because I was signed up. There used to be a thing called iGoogle. It doesn't exist anymore, but, you know, I could keep track of all the different blogs that I loved and when a new blog came up, I'd see it in my feed. So I had kept up with him for a good few years and then all of a sudden he said, look, I'm going to do a trial for a podcast and um, I think it was six, he was going to do six podcasts. And if they took off, great, he'd keep doing them. Um, And if they flopped, you know, so what? (laughs) Um, So, and of course, because I'm guessing because he already had a name for himself, uh, it totally took off. And he's now up to, um, if I look at his feed now, he's up to episode 355. So obviously it took off. And I've noticed now he actually does not write any I, I don't think there are any more blog posts that he writes anymore so he only does podcasting these days I think um, <clears throat> what does he talk about he talks about so he will interview people who are at the top of their field in any particular area so you know if you've read any of his books he talks about so the four hour body the four hour chef Tools of Titans, all of those different books. He's really talking to the people who are at the top of their game in whatever sphere they are. So whether whether they're a chef, whether they're uh, a ballroom dancer, whether they're uh, in business, investing, whatever they do, um, he will talk to them and kind of work out how they've um, gotten to the top of their game and, and what tools they've used to get there, if they've got any hacks to get there quicker. And, and that's a fascinating thing about Tim is um, years ago or a couple of years ago, he had a series, um, I can't remember what it was called at this point in time, I'll put it in the show notes, but um, he did a little TV series where he went and learnt, I think it was 10 new skills and he had a week to learn each of them. So one of them uh, was learning to play the drums. One of them, I think, was swimming. Um, I know he's got a story about 
um, him learning to swim um, very quickly because he had a bad experience as a kid um, and was subsequently petrified of the water and he learned how to swim in record time, whatever that was, a week or whatever, a month. Um, he used to not be a chef and now he, well, he used to not be a very good cook and now he can pretty much cook whatever he wants, um, in very efficiently, very professionally. Um, I think that was his journey through the four hour chef. Um, but his interviewees are really, really fascinating people they're really people at the top of their game he's been able to get uh, interviews with people who are really hard to get interviews with Uh, joe rogan's a bit the same he can get interviews with people who are hard to get hold of um so you know where where other people don't have the influence to be able to say hey come on my podcast you know someone like tim ferris has such a following that you know, these, these very, very uh, affluent and, and experienced people to make the time to go on his podcast and um, kind of impart their knowledge. So um, I can't really pick out one particular podcast that's my favourite. Um, I think one, one person who's been on many, 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 many podcasts and and um, is really spreading his word is Wim Hof. That's probably one that really stands out to me. And uh, <clears throat> Dr. Peter Atia is on a lot of um, Tim Ferriss's podcasts. And I'm thinking of one other guy, oh, Seth Godin. He's one of the guys that um, is, re- he just does not do meetings. He does not he, he really focuses in on what he's doing and doesn't worry too much about the marketing or he does worry, worry about the marketing, but he just lets his work speak for itself rather than pushing the, pu- pushing the marketing stuff. Um, um, and I'm thinking of one other guy, uh, I'll come back to Peter Atia. Um, no, it's gone. That's okay. Anyway. Tim Ferriss Show, highly recommend, um, really, really love it. Um, all right, we're getting down to it. Let's talk next about the Peter Atia Drive. So this is one that would not have been um, in my last recording of my podcast and it's really I really love that this podcast is new. Um, so let's see. Doesn't oh, he's got thirty six episodes? So like you, you can see, it's it's quite quite new. Um, again, I first found out about Peter Atia through Tim Ferriss, and he is again a medical doctor. He his background is quite interesting. Um, his primary focus and interest is in longevity so looking at ways we can not just live longer but live better so and I didn't know this but if you look at the um the cover on his podcast so if you look up the Peter Atia drive you'll see um two lines there's a red line and a blue line and if you consider that to be uh the x-axis if you like if that's your age 
okay, and your y-axis, so that's your vertical axis, it's your uh, quality of life. The blue line is considered to be, um, you know, the average Joe's decline in uh, quality of life and quality of health. And so what his interest is, is in actually the red line, which means that your quality of health stays higher for longer. And, you know, your decline might be much quicker, but that means you get more years out of your life and more life out of your years. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, I found that out through, I think it was through listening to one of his podcasts or it might have even been me following him on Instagram. Um, but when I, when I saw that, I went, oh, that's, that is a brilliant cover for a podcast. It's just really fascinating to have brought that into his imagery. Um, but that said, you know, he, he, took, he looks at health span and lifespan. He's also really fascinated by uh, fasting. So if you follow him on Instagram, he's always going on week-long fasts. Um, he has helped a number of people. I, I don't know whether how many that is, but he's helped a number of people who have been morbidly obese their whole life to shed the kilograms forever, um, or at least for as long as we can, you know, since since they started the program. But um, what he talks about is the idea that people. Uh, when they go on fast, extended fasts, not just intermittent fasting, but extended fasts and ketogen- a ketogenic diet, that they essentially reset their bodies. And so where they've used to been always in a glucose-burning model of the body, they then, through the fasting and the ketogenic diet, actually go into a ketogenic state and it kind of resets their body. And, and so when, even when they come off the diet um, for their, you know, whether it's permanently or for, you know, a period of time, um, they find that they don't actually go back, not, not necessarily go back to their old habits, but their body doesn't go back to the way it used to be. It doesn't go back to wanting to put the kilograms back on, doesn't want to put the fat back on. It actually kind of recognizes it's it's better off in the new state so it's it's really really fascinating again he's really 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 up to date with the latest research um that's a lot of what he does um he talks to lots of different people about lots of different things another thing he talks about a bit is inflammation um genetics is another big one um, he also has a guy on about talking about lipidology. So the, the top guy in, in America, who's the top lipidologist in America, um, talking about fat and fat metabolism and th- things like that. So I'm not going to go on and on about what he does, but, <clears throat> um, if you're at all interested in that kind of stuff, he's another, another guy to really get into. All right. We're getting down to it now. We are getting down to it. Um, Probably a couple that are worth mentioning that are, again, health-related, the Ultimate Health Podcast. They've got 276 podcasts. Um, I follow 
both jo- Jesse Chappis and Marnie Wasserman and their dog Goji on Instagram. <laughs> and um, it's really interesting to follow them and see what they eat. And they've just recently been married, so it's been really interesting to watch. You know, they had, I believe it was a grain-free wedding, So they and they did... Um, I don't know whether they did everything themselves, but they designed the, the menu themselves. And their, uh, Marnie Wasserman, um, she's very interesting because she has a thyroid condition. I can't remember which one, sorry, just off the top of my head. Um, <clears throat> so she she's um, very much into grain-free eating, uh, paleo-type stuff, so... Um, they have some great people on there. So they, they mostly host a show where they have a guest. Um, and a lot of their guests are very fascinating. I won't go into who all their different guests are, but if you like health related stuff, highly recommend. Um, the other one is, uh, the ready state. So that is, um, a production of mobility wood. And Mobility Wad is a um, <clears throat> Mobility Wad is a production of uh, Kelly Starrett and his wife. Oh, I forget her name. I haven't listened to their podcast for quite some time, but um, I do find it to be like, and it's, there's not many episodes on their first podcast either. Um, they've done, uh, seasons of, of a podcast rather than just continuously recording. They, they might, um, record 10 episodes and then release the 10 episodes. So, um, you know, I haven't looked at that for quite some time, but, um, one of their first episodes, which I really, really, really loved is one where they just been, just had genetic testing. Um, and because Mobility Wad is a lot about CrossFit and nutrition and that kind of thing, they um, had just had their genetic testing done and then they'd started to implement the dietary and exercise changes into their lives, which therefore allowed them to kind of work with their body and with their genetics so that they can um, optimise accordingly to their genetics so that that if you can go in there it might have been episode two or three um highly recommend that one but i'm gonna have to go back to their their um podcast because i'm looking at this um they've got some great podcasts on there that i haven't even gone near so uh that's another one to go back onto my list um a couple of quick mentions um, really, you know, ones that I don't listen to a ton of, but I'll, I'll dip in and out of them. So one is, uh, Mish Pope's, uh, podcast in her own way. She is quite, uh, so she is an entrepreneur. Uh, she's a life coach formerly from doTERRA, but, um, so that's how I came across her was through through doTERRA and I did one of her online courses. Um, but she she has some just really fascinating conversations with people. Like, you know, in a lot of ways I'd like to see my podcast go in 
Not a similar direction, but I like how she kind of just meanders through her interests. So she's had podcasts on, um, you know, feminine entrepreneurs. She's had podcasts on um, financial so financial empowerment for women. She's had podcasts on mental health. She's had podcasts on weight loss and um, food. Uh, sorry, what am I thinking of? Like um, uh, uh, like food-related disorders. So, yeah, she, she just meanders through different topics and I think that's why I really love what she does. I follow her on Instagram again as well and um, I just really like the way she, she's really open and honest and um, shares her journey. Um, so she's one that I really like. Um, I had another one there. Oh, one I do love um, is... The Highest Self pod- podcast with Sahara Rose. So she is an Ayurvedic practitioner. And um, very early on when I found her podcast, I think I f- first found her through the Ultimate Health pod- podcast. And uh, they had a competition running and I actually won one of her books, so The Idiot's Guide to Ayurveda. And so I still have that sitting on my, on my shelf which I really love because I'm always fascinated by all the different alternative health modalities. And um, again, she kind of meanders through lots of different topics. Like the core theme is Ayurveda, but she... She's had lots of different people on her podcast as guests. Some of them are solo casts. Some of them she has guests. So they're really... um, really wide and varied again she's had ones on financial empowerment um on uh new new year's resolutions uh for different uh doshas so that's the different ayurvedic types body types and that kind of thing she's had different people from so she's had uh uh tiro from four sigmatic which is the mushroom medicinal mushroom company Really just wide and varied. Again, I would like to see my podcast go in that direction of just kind of following the path, the winding path. Um, Yeah, really love her podcast. And it's a little bit hippie woo-woo, which uh, I really, really love. Um, All right, where are we? One I haven't listened to for quite some time, uh, it's called Botanical Biohacking. Um, I haven't listened to it for a while just because the topics that they've presented are not in my sphere of interest, but go right back to the start. Uh, The host, I can't remember his name, Um, apologies. Um, He, so he is a medical, I think he's a medical doctor, and he's also a traditional Chinese medicine specialist. So their podcast, uh, it's him and his wife, I believe, who run that podcast. And um, his wife is of Chinese descent. And so she brings the side of traditional Chinese medicine that is the folkloric sort of background. It's the um, uh, the stories behind the actual traditional Chinese medicine, and then he brings into the the um, that's that sphere 
a really solid uh, evidence-based research side. So again, that's another one I haven't listened to in quite some time, but I do, I do really, really, really enjoy it. When I when I when I pick out the ones that I want to listen to, I really enjoy it. All right, we're getting down. I think I've only got one more, one more I wanted to talk about, and this is the one that I wanted to talk about the most. Um, because it's really the one that has had the greatest impact on my life. Uh, It's called Nourishing the Mother. And so if Bridget and Julie are listening um, to this podcast, if they've made made it this far through the podcast, um, I just want to convey my greatest gratitude to you ladies because... um, I found Nourishing the Mother podcast uh, probably only when you guys were oh, 20 podcasts in, so quite early on in their journey. And um, I had recently become a mother for the first time. So this is a good three years ago. <clears throat> and as anyone who has become a mother um, and made that journey through from being a maiden who's young and carefree into being a mother um, with a child who is highly, not even highly dependent on them, but, you know, dependent on you. Um, It's a real huge life transition. And I found this podcast, Nourishing the Mother, right when I was like probably coming out of that fourth trimester and realising I... I'm lost. I'm, I'm, I can't be who I used to be before. Um, I can't have the same priorities I used to have before I had my daughter. And they gave me the tools and the tips and the portal to transform my perspective on what my new life could or would look like. And so, um, as part of their podcast, they would talk about they, they'd done a retreat by the time I started listening to their podcast. They talked about their retreat and um, because they're kind of local to me, like like in if I could reach across the bay from where I am, like they're probably only 60, 70 k's away, if that. Um, but, you know, they're... I, I live in Victoria, so you'd have to go around the bay through Melbourne to go and see them to to go to one of their retreats. But um, you know, once they started writing online programs, um, I joined in their second round of Loathing to Loving, um, which is essentially a program where you get to look at your values and your beliefs and transform them into something that. You know, you, you can see how you're spending your time and see how that that fuels your values and then how all your different values, um, you know, fuel each other and, and start to see how <clears throat> your values interplay with other people's values and then um, how you can kind of intertwine and how your lives intertwine and and play off each other it's very very interesting it's much more in-depth than that but um 
you know, their, their, their loathing to love, loving course is um, their signature course, if you like. And, um, you know, so I've been through many live rounds of that now, um, many, many, or I think six or seven. And every live round I, uh, I learn something new. So if you purchase that course, you actually go into um, lifetime access and you can join as many live rounds as you like. So and I, I always join them every single time. Um, I've also done their aligned parenting course, uh, their sensuality, sexuality course, and I'm just about to do their flip your finances course for the second time. So I really love what these ladies do. And I've kind of digressed, digressed into these are their courses and this is what they do. But um, when I come back to the crux of their podcast, you know, it came along at a time where I was really lost as, as a mother and um, I didn't know who I wanted to be and how I wanted my life to look. And I was traversing um, being attached to a child most hours of the week <laughs> um, as well as uh, the the dynamics that come with your husband in that kind of um, or my husband in that kind of um, dynamic um, or partner for other people um, as well as your kind of extended family and how that how it all interplays in life and their podcast um, is really central centralized around nourishing the mother and making sure that you know we well a it's you know there's elements of self-care in there but it's also seeing the benefits of times when we go through something rough when we're sleep deprived um when we have a a disagreement between our, our parent, uh, sorry, our partner or our parents or our in-laws about how parenting should be and, and taking away all the shoulds and just seeing it for what it is, what are the benefits, what are the drawbacks um, and how can we transform our own perception of what's going on around us so that we can um, respond differently to our environment to our children and hopefully use being a mother as a portal to expand our consciousness. Um, and I don't think what I've just talked about there, I don't think that does their podcast justice at all. <laughs> um, but if you're really interested in conscious mothering, conscious parenting, even if you're not a mother and you're inter interested in seeing how your life interplays with other people and being really conscious about um, your mirrors and your um, um, dark emotions and things like that, then I think you'd really, really find um, Nourishing the Mother really, really valuable. Um, I, again, I've, I've invested in all of their courses or all of their signature courses, I guess, um, that have live rounds. Um, and the content is just excellent. But, you know, where the value is in their 
what they offer is actually the live support and the community that they have. So they also have a Facebook group <clears throat> that's permanently um, up there, which is a collection of women who've taken any of their courses. And so when we're having a hard time or, or a challenging time, you know, it's a place where we can go and express ourselves amongst like-minded women who are not there to judge, who are there to help you to see the, the gifts and help you to see an alternative mindset or perspective on what's going on so that you can grow. Um, it's, it's definitely, and what I love about the community is it's a, it's a judgment-free zone. Um, and, yeah, it's just it's such a beautiful thing that has come out of their podcast. Um, I remember in their, one of their recent podcasts, they talked about the fact that they, because that their current interest or they're, they're about to run their Flip Your Finances course, um, you know, a transformation that Julie's gone through recently is uh, transforming her financial um, success. And so she's talked a lot about how, you know, they started the podcast just because they wanted to have some cool conversations um, and some some really conscious conversations about motherhood. And it's blossomed into this amazing community and online courses that they now facilitate and they also facilitate like uh, coach like coaching and and uh, I think Julie's just moved into uh, uh, like women's circles and, and blessing ways for pregnant women and um, that as well as uh, Bridget, um, she has her other business, which is Suburban Sandcastles, which um, I've met Bridget a few times now and because um, she started doing uh, – so Suburban Sandcastles does uh, uh, film and conscious conversations essentially um, and so they, they will run a film or a documentary and then have a guest panel afterwards to discuss the, the – the topics that come up in that that particular film and I've met Bridget a couple of times and and it's been really great to not just meet her but meet some of the other nourishing the mother people or um, community who are local to me so um, you know I've made some great friends through that through that community and connected with people who you know were only one um, degree of separation away from me or two degrees of separation and have a mutual friend. Geelong is a place like that. If you've ever lived in Geelong, you'll know that that's what Geelong is like. But really just being able to connect with like-minded women um, who, you know, ha- have a similar mindset to you. And, you know, I don't think uh, Bridget and Julie really understand the ripples that they've made uh with their podcast i think you know in their in their world they they do and it's really interesting to watch their um their instagram posts and and i'm thinking particularly of um the end of last year when uh julie's uh son and daughter were having an interesting transition time and, and I remember Julie talking about the fact that, 
you know, she's really starting to see the ripples that we have on not just ourselves and our family, but our extended community by, by working on ourselves and, and being more conscious about how uh, we perceive things and how we interact with those around us. And so, you know, well, I hope that Bridget and Julie understand the ripples that they've made in not just my world, uh, but my family's world and my friends and the, you know, it just keeps, it's like chaos theory, you know, it just continues on and on and on. So, um, yeah, I really just want to pay tribute to those two women. Um, again, this podcast probably might not have come about if I hadn't taken their loathing, loathing to loving program. So they talk a lot about, um, monetizing motherhood that was one of their recent podcasts as well is is just working in your zone of genius again this is part of their loathing to to loving program it's it's quite involved um but that's one of the things they talk about is well okay what is your genius um how does it how does it uh feed in with your values and then how can you spend more time or carve out more time rather than spending more time, but actually creating the time to create something that you can actually um, use your knowledge and your values and your wisdom in your area of genius and actually um, transform that into something that can create abundance for your family. And so, you know, in a long roundabout way, this is what I'd like to do with my podcast. You know, uh, I don't expect my podcast to go anywhere in particular other than to allow me to be able to have some pretty amazing conversations with some pretty amazing humans and hopefully again that will will be a a ripple that I send out into the world and um, you know maybe in years to come that might turn into some kind of business but you know I don't know what that's going to look like yet I'm I really if I'm honest with you I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, uh, one of my arty things that I do or have done is recorded music. So um, I have an idea of how to record a podcast and put it out into the world. But I'm certainly no public speaker. I'm certainly uh, not an expert in anything um, really other than chemistry. <laughs> um, chemistry is my thing. But even then, you know, the, the further you go down the rabbit hole in any given area, the more you find out you don't know. And that's what I find so fascinate, fascinating about the world. And that's something that I really, I, I don't understand about some people is their disinterest in wanting to learn stuff. Because me, like I could, I could spend 25 hours in a day learning and that would still not be enough. <laughs> So, um, you know, whenever I have the opportunity to spend some time learning, I jump on it. Even going through things like Instagram, even though it's like a, um, it's a social media platform, the people that I follow, I learn a lot from. And so um, I've talked about quite a few of those in the podcast today. But, um, you know, I, I listen to podcasts to learn, not for entertainment, I you know, I want to learn stuff. I, I want to um, really just soak up the wisdom of other people. And <clears throat> um, again, the more I 
learn, the more I realize I don't know stuff. And that's really the the purpose of this podcast is it, it also gives me an opportunity to have some pretty cool conversations and learn some more stuff, have, have, have a cheeky uh, little opportunity to learn some more stuff off some cool people. So I guess that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, I'm not quite sure what else to say other than if you liked this podcast, please, 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 please contact me and tell me. Um, I think one of the things about putting out things like podcasts and being on social media is uh, is we don't get a lot of pod- uh, oh, sorry we don't get a lot of feedback. So um, you know, I'd love to hear from you if you really enjoyed this. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Again, Instagram is my love. Um, I really don't spend much time on Facebook anymore. I kind of cross post to Facebook, but it's just, uh, it's not an area that I want to be spending much time anymore. Um, my following podcast after this one is actually going to be a little bit of a delve into my health transformation. I feel like that's something that I really want to share with people. And I think, you know, for anyone that will listen in my life, I could go on for hours about how different my life is. And just to give you a quick overview, I was working a corporate job. For me, it was high stress. I wouldn't say it was a high stress job. But for me, it was quite stressful and I'll explain that in the podcast. But um, I thought I was doing all the right things. I was eating really healthy food. I was eating protein shakes. I was doing CrossFit. I was doing martial arts, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And I was really sick. Um, And a lot of people who know me from back then will go, what? You were sick? Like even I asked my best friend the other day and and I said, I said, you know, did I seem sick back then? She's like, no, not really. <laughs> so she, she would know. Um, I think the only two people who really saw how sick I was, my husband for one, um, but also my mum. So I was really good at hiding it. Um, but once I started my healing journey, so it kind of, probably lots of people knew that I was having problems with foods and 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 I thought I I was celiac for a little while and that kind of thing but um I went through this health transformation and the further I go into it and I'm still on that transformation today the further I go into it and the more things I learn the more I realize just how sick I was so uh if you really thrive on um hearing health transformations definitely have a listen to that um i talk a bit about a lot about gut health a lot about naturopathy and uh my latest um understandings of chiropractic care um so i'll talk a bit about that and i'm not going to say anymore because otherwise i'll just meld it into this podcast and it'll be one big podcast so that's not what i want to do today um 
you can tell this is unscripted. Um, if you don't like unscripted podcasts, this is not for you. <laughs> okay. As much as I love you, um, you may not enjoy this if you if you don't like the meanderings of my mind. So anyway, this has been an, over an hour. So I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening. If you've gotten right to the end, I really appreciate you listening to me um, for taking the time. And if you feel so called, please, please, please give it a rating on iTunes. Uh, we all know if we're podcast uh, podcast lovers that ratings on iTunes are really important for us to get our word out there. So um, I would really appreciate that if you have the time and feel called to do so. Anyway, I'll catch you next time. See you later. This podcast has been a production of The Hippie Scientist. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and Spotify. You can find all of the show notes at thehippiescientist.com, which are usually posted a few days after the podcast is released. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, Instagram's my favourite, and join in the conversation. Simply search for The Hippie Scientist with an I-E, H-I-P-P-I-E. And now for the obligatory disclaimer. Whilst the hippie scientist has endeavoured to provide accurate and helpful information, this podcast is for general informational purposes only and is not a substitute for independent professional medical advice. These podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Hippie Scientist podcasts.